All right, everybody. Welcome to the Brick and Mortar Podcast, Episode Four. Today we got a few hot topics to talk about. Um, first one being Saltnik. Um, we're going to jump into some devices that we're excited to see, and then we're going to talk about some of these Maryland Vapor Alliance cards. Um, by the time this podcast is out, um, you know this will all be uh, older information, but we still want to talk about it, just kind of raise awareness for the Maryland Vapor Alliance for anybody in the area. So uh, let's just jump right into it. Um, Saltnik and Freebase Nicotine are two completely different things for anybody who doesn't know. Um, they're meant to be run on two entirely different types of device. Um, so something like this, for example, don't run Saltnik on this. It'll be a really bad time. Um, same thing with that, especially that mod over there. Don't do that. Really bad idea. Um, it's made for pod systems, lower power, higher resistance. Um, that way, you know, it's less harsh. It's a little easier to hit. Um, so my whole deal with Saltnik, I actually am not a big fan of it personally. Um, I think it doesn't taste as good. I think it's super harsh. It burns out the coils in my pod system super fast. Um, even for my Orion, which, you know, with Freebase, I'm getting anywhere from 20 to 30 days per coil, which is busted. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, maybe you, you can kind of expand on that a little bit. Um, you know, just uh, personally, flavor-wise, what do you think about Saltnik? Yeah, I mean, I kind of dabbled into it for a little bit. It's just it's not me by any means. Uh, I usually go... Low ohm, high wattage. That's just how I vape. That's what tickles my goat. Um, That's hot. Yeah. Um, one, it just, uh, I just feel like as a, like a community, we went backwards with yeah. the whole salt nick, salt nick thing. I mean, we had high nick before, but we like got away from that yeah. as like as a whole. And it just, I don't know, just to me, it just seemed like we took a step back to accommodate for all of the uh uh i don't want to say names but just like pod systems that are sold at local gas stations yeah and 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 that's the thing is like sure it was definitely a good business move for a lot of shops because if you look at it right like we went from selling just mods and juice which was great you know there were definitely quite a few people coming in here that were looking for that sort of thing that was like our entire market and then, you know, once Jewel really took off, especially, um, and then once people started getting like Enjoys, Alto, whatever, at gas stations, you saw people that were coming into vape shops looking for those pods. And mm-hmm. we were just like, well, we don't want to support that industry because that's not what we're about. You know, we need to look at something else. And that's when pod systems and Saltnik started taking off. And yeah. so that was like a big bonus for business for a lot of shops because you got all these people that don't want a Jewel because they, they think it sucks or it's too difficult or expensive. They want to try something from like a brick and mortar store and you know choose their own flavor choose their own device customize a little bit but at the end of the day it's like still taking a step back yeah i mean taking a step back for sure i mean yes it is still vaping is it the most economical uh way to do it no Mm -hmm. not by a long shot um i mean if unless you're getting into the hobbyist uh side of it i mean obviously that's expensive um, Facts. <laughs> um, it's just, you know, if, you, if you're if you banging out a pod uh, a day and you get a four-pack of those. Um, you know, a Jewel Pod four-pack, $20 for the four-pack. Yeah, 17 to $20. You know, every, every week you're going at least twice, if not three times a week. Yep. That is 40 to, you know, 35 to, you know, Let's basically like $40 a week more yeah, or less yeah more or less i mean it's just it's not advantageous by a long and, shot and that's the thing like we have pods that we sell here that fit in the jewel devices like yeah. they, they work they're refillable yeah. because jewel pods you can refill them but they always leak when you do it cuz you're not supposed to take them apart yeah um so we sell stuff that you know you can fill it with salt nick and it works on a jewel the same way same amount of nicotine but you get to choose your flavor and that's like a big selling point cuz it's cheaper long run but like we tell people you know, if you're looking for like, if you're looking for nicotine, but you want flavor and, you know, no matter what anybody says, if they're not concerned about vapor, they don't care about vapor. Everybody fucking loves blowing out a big cloud. Yeah. I don't, th- I don't think anybody vapes and they're just like, they blow out like a little, like one of these, like a, oh, that was cool. Like, yeah, no. it, it's just more satisfying to hit something that, you know, is more something that you can like that. visually, visually yeah, see like something like this. You don't necessarily need a purge mod to vape. No. You know, like this is just like, like we said. You have, like, in my opinion, two levels of vapors. You have, like, your intro vapors. That's where I think your salt nick comes in for the most part. 
like your intro vapors stick with that they stick with starter setups you know cheaper stuff and then you have people that are like i really fucking like vaping and there's some cool shit that i want to learn about and then they end up with devices like this or like this or like that yep. and then it gets expensive but like the thing is is long run you know for someone's just vaping to get off of cigarettes way fucking cheaper yeah right it's even for saltnik but like is it really worth sacrificing flavor and vapor just to get more nicotine when you can just vape a six? Yeah, I mean, you could, you could vape a six or, you know, some uh, companies do offer a 12. Um, you would just uh, essentially amplify your wattage mm-hmm. uh, to accommodate for the lack of nicotine. And, you know, with other pod system companies, uh, we're not pointing out any uh, specific ones, but your range to be able to work your way down is there is known yeah and that, like that's you the have biggest like, problem like like i've seen preloaded disposables that are up to like 6.8 percent yeah that is completely od but to each their own but it's with, with our type of vaping our open uh style open system style vaping you have options to go down and work yeah. and work your way down with with preloaded stuff you you don't have that option and that's the thing too is like if, if there were options for saltnik where you could you know you see anywhere from a 24 up to a 50 usually depending on the brand if there were options to go you know further than 24 and go down to like 16 12 8 whatever just because like i explained this to a customer the other day because i came up with like a decent analogy at least in my opinion mm-hmm. it's like you're going down a, a, a pretty decent hill when you're going down on Saltnik. You know, you go from a 50 at the top of the hill, you work your way down the hill, down to like 24. And that takes a pretty long time. It's a, it's not a very steep hill, actually. It's, it's pretty flat. Yeah. But then when you get to that 24, it's just a fucking cliff. Yeah. Right? And at the bottom of that cliff, there's another hill. And that hill starts at like usually 12 or typically 6, generally speaking, typically. and works down to zero. Yep. Right? But a lot of people don't want to trust, you know, jumping off that cliff because the only way to prevent yourself from, from you know, spending a ton of money and, and having a lot of difficulty with it is you have to buy a new setup typically because most mods won't support Saltnik. They shouldn't. Yep. Um, and most pod systems don't support Freebase. And so you have to end up with a whole new setup that's more money that you have to spend. And a lot of people just don't see the value in doing that. You know, even if they understand that, you know, I'm trying to lower my nicotine intake. Well, the only way to do that is to choose something that allows you to do that. Yeah. I mean, the, the percentage, uh, I mean, I, I guess it can work for some people. Mm-hmm. But when you're starting at a 50, you know, say you're smoking, you know, even a pack or two pack, three pack, whatever tickles your goat. You're starting at 50 and then you go down to, you know, the other percentage, which, you know, I've seen as low as 2.5%. Uh, or three percent after that what do you do yeah you essentially still go cold turkey that's why you go in a line just like how he explained it down that that slope it can be slippery at times but you go down that slope gradually you know what i mean and Mm -hmm. it just it's it's Mentally, it's a lot better. Yeah. It's a lot better. And I mean, we have customers that come in that, that like vaping six, and I have nothing against that. I personally can't do it. I started with the six for a couple months, and then I bumped down to a three. And it's to the point now where if I even hit a six for like a second, we have like close friends of ours that come in, and they're always using six, and they're like, here, hit this. I'm just like, is it six? <laughs> and they nod their head, and I'm just like, nope, there you go. I don't want it. Because yep. it gives me that immediate head high. It makes me kind of feel nauseous because I'm just I'm not used to it. Because my body acclimated to vaping so quickly after quitting smoking that, like, uh, the only way I could vape was with a three. Yep. And, I mean, even after vaping three for eight months, I tried zero for two or three months, had no withdrawal issues. Like, I wasn't craving nicotine. I wasn't, like, like feeling funny because I wasn't getting nicotine. I just like the way juice tastes with yeah. three nick. So I bumped up to a three and now that's where I'm at. Yep. But like when you're vaping with Saltnik, not only is it typically more harsh, not only is your flavor worse, not only are you not producing as much vapor, you know, at the end of the day, like there's nowhere to go really from Saltnik to Freebase unless you have the right device to do it. And most of these devices that people are selling can't do it. Like I can only think of a few, whether it's, you know, like, Nords or RPMs or in my opinion the Orion is probably the best one you can do just because of what it allows you to do customization wise like you you just you don't have that many options 
and not calling out any any brands and like talking smack because again each device serves its own purpose but like you know drag nanos for example they only come with pods that are compatible for salt nick that that's their choice that's fine orion q's for example the older ones those only come with one ohm pods or if you want the mesh ones 0.8s but beware they don't always work um you know even still that's that's pretty high up vaping with a free base is not going to do anything for you as far as like nicotine satisfaction nope. so like when i explain to people they're like oh yeah i want to bump down and, uh, and go to like a six or a three i'm like okay well what are you using and they hold out a pod system that doesn't work with that i'm just like you're not going to get anything out of that at all you're yep. just going to go right back to salt nick the only thing i can recommend is that you know you spend the money and get something that will work and yeah, most right. people aren't willing to just pony up and do it which is understandable right because yeah. a lot of people get into it not knowing that that's going to be the case in the future and i always try to warn people like if you're doing this you know there's a very real possibility that you will have to spend another 100 to 150 dollars you know just to get back into regular vaping from salt nick yeah yeah i mean i mean like i'll put in you know perspective like uh usually when we do get people that uh are willing to do uh, such a thing um we'll sell them a geek vape lucid mod it is an 80 watt single 18650 yeah. uh, battery device. Nothing super special. No, nope. easy. And, it, and it's easy and it works. Um, has a little screw on battery door up top, and we also carry disposable tanks that are refillable. Uh, you know, you get a pack of three of them for 20 bucks. They are mesh coils inside of it. Those you things up. are actually kind of fucking great. Not yeah. gonna lie. Yeah, I mean. You get three of them for 20 bucks. It's a mesh coil inside. Super easy to fill. You just unscrew the mouthpiece, uh, just like a, like a Cleto, like a Cleto tank. It's the same exact yep. thing. And uh, it, people are loving them. Um, it's just, it, it's an adjustment, and it's an adjustment that only you know that you're going to be able to make, and you have to be self-driven yeah. for that. But And the other thing, too, like, your body eventually does adjust. Like, with people that start at 6, Nick, and Freebase, like, they'll start, you know, realizing that it's getting harsher and harsher. That they're getting more of a throat hit. And what I always tell people, that's your body acclimating to the nicotine and to vaping after switching from smoking. Like, after a while, your body's going to be like, yeah, I don't need that much nicotine anymore. Because, yeah. like, this has been, you know, such a uh, successful, like, method of quitting that I just don't need that six nick. So stop giving me six nick. And then they try three, and they're like, oh, wow, this is fucking great. Like, yeah. I fucking love this. Yep. I need to do this all day. You know, they still get the nicotine buzz there, but like if I were to hit this repeatedly for the next two minutes, I'd get a nick buzz and put it down for an hour. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just you got to know your limits. Yep. But the thing is, is that like, uh, you know, whether it's the benzoic acid in salt nick, you know, that, that is again, it's healthy to vape at certain temperatures once you get it up to like, what do we say, 500 degrees Celsius? It was. Yeah, it was like five or six. Yeah, it's like 500 degrees Celsius, which, by the way, none of the devices that anybody sells, even on temperature control, go anything higher than, what, like 600 Fahrenheit? Uh, I think the highest... Not exactly sure. I haven't... I I, I don't... Yeah, I don't use TCR, so... Yeah. um, But the thing is, is, like, in order to get benzoic acid to a point where it's dangerous, uh, you'd literally have to vape at such a high temperature that it would be almost impossible to vape without like burning a coil and splitting it in half and yeah. making it unusable. Um, so basically that benzoic acid, as it says here on uh, elevated, elevatedvaping.com, it allows the Nixol to vaporize at lower temperatures, which is great because that means that you can run it at lower power. Um, so you're not wasting as much battery life. That's why pod systems only need to be charged once every few days. Yeah. Um, it also means that it's not as harsh which is a big deal because you still want that nicotine intake without it killing your throat. Um, the other thing it does, it lowers the pH levels in the Nick salt, which uh, produces that smoother hit. Um, you know, I'm not really, I'm not really sure. I haven't done much research on the pH balance of juice and, and what that means. I'm more so just concerned with my VGPG balance, which most salt nick is 50-50. We'll get into that another time. That's like a whole other segment. Yeah. Um, but it causes a reaction that allows that Nick salt to be absorbed as easily as freebase. So basically what that means is you're going to get if you have free base and salt nick, you have free base nicotine is like here and salt nick is like here. But because you have that benzoic acid, they both absorb at the same rate. So basically you're getting more nicotine at the same rate to your body at a lower temperature and lower power. So it, it makes sense for a lot of people to start with salt nick. But the problem is, is that because it's so easy, people don't see a benefit in switching. Yeah. Which we always, always, always recommend switching off a of salt nick because we personally like brain freeze for example from naked 
one of the best selling menthol juices we've ever had in this store, if not the best. Yeah. Other, other the than best. maybe Easy Does It on Ice. Yeah, um, I, I still think Brain Freeze takes the yeah. cake. I mean, I've been vaping Brain Freeze since I started vaping. And, like, I tried the Saltnik version in 35 because I knew 50 was not going to be the one for me. And I, I tried it with a 0.5 coil on an Orion at, like, like blue, like, medium power setting, which for me is, like, 16, 17 watts. And I did it for, like, an hour. Tasted like cough medicine just because Saltnik straight up doesn't taste as good. Bought a bottle of Six Nick put a little bit of extra menthol in it on a lower ohm coil, turned up the power a little bit. I'm getting the same flavor almost as I would get out of a mod. Yep. And I'm still getting the exact amount of nicotine that I want, mm-hmm. you know, with a decent amount of vapor as well. And not to mention the fact that, you know, salt neck wise, uh, pods, coils, whatever, depending on the device. Like I see customers that'll buy a pack of pods or coils for one of their pod systems and they're back in here every four or five days. Yeah. You know, with me, the last time I bought a pack of Orion coils was like two months ago. Mm-hmm. And I'm still using the same one I put in on like New Year's. Yeah. Like right now. That's fucking insane. Yeah. I wish vaping fucking dead man's that I could just use the same coils in cotton for a month. But, you know, as we were saying yesterday, this is me two days after vaping dead man's. And that is, it's getting dark. But I fucking love it because it tastes good. We love and, dead man's here. Oh, yeah. We love you, sir. PR33, Wolfgang, shout out. You guys are the best. Uh, open shots to the group if you guys ever see this. You all know what that means. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, but, yeah, so going into some of the devices we're excited to see. Um, I know one device, we've had a couple questions about it. I'm excited to see it because I love the family of devices, but the Aegis Boost. Yeah. That's a device that I think looks really, really fucking cool, and I want to try it. It's just right now, apparently for us uh, with our distro setup, it's just hard to get a hold of them because they sell out like instantly. Yeah. So, um, you know, it, it's a pretty cool little device, you know, plenty of customization options, just as rugged and durable as the Legend and the X and the Solo and the Mini, all of them. Um, it's just, you know, a pod system that you can run either Saltnik or Freebase out of, kind of like the Orion for a little bit cheaper. Mm-hmm. I mean, given it is a little bit bigger, but you know, whatever. It's still not a DNA 300 x-ray box mod with a RC car battery in it. Yeah. Fucking animal. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I think one other one I'm excited to try though, like mod wise, Odin, yeah. DNA 250 Odin. I mean, I have a DNA 250 triad, but I still kind of want to try the Odin cause yeah, that, that dual thing 21, is, 700. Dude, you know I'm saying, and just the look of it. It's, yeah killer. it's tough um i'm gonna say mine is gonna be very close to his obviously the odin dna 250c but the odin 200 uh where you have the option of the 21700 and or the 18650 mm-hmm. but it has the dovpo uh chipset in it yep um uh, very comparable to a uh, topside dual uh just obviously no squonker um and you get four colors as opposed yeah. to the DNA. You only get three. Yeah, and it's also cheaper. Yep. Uh, I think Bogan said it is going to take off, I would say, U.S. dollars about 80 bucks. I think. So yeah. it's going to be around $100. Um, if you guys are looking for one of those, uh, we are trying to get them here at the store. Um, just he just, let us know if you're interested. Yeah, yeah, let us know. Drop a comment in the comment section below. But, like uh, and subscribe. Like and subscribe. We appreciate it. But, uh, yeah, Bogan just released a uh, YouTube video about it, going over there, all the uh, specs and everything, and it looks slick. It really does. Hey, sometimes when I fire up my tank, it just blows an O out of the oh, air oh, phone, oh, and then I, like, and then I, like, I just the I see it happen, and I'm like, did I do that? I was like, what the fuck are you looking at? And another, <laughs> another little benefit of the hive, it just sometimes does that, and I don't know why it's entertaining, but I just sit there, and I'm like, whoa. The claw. The claw. <laughs> yeah. Um, honestly, other devices I'm excited for. There's really, right now, it's kind of like a hard spot for vaping. There aren't really too many devices that are coming out recently, um, you know, or, or soon. Um, I know that Purge has something on the way. We're not really sure what it is yet. Yeah. Um, that, if uh, it's the fucking backpacks, hurry up. I want one. Yeah, I need same. it. You know, not to be rude, this isn't, you know, coming sideways at Purge. Get your shit together and get me a backpack because I want it bad. Um, they, but but the, the one thing that really, like, confused me with it is, uh, uh, Mr. Cleezo, you're really confusing us because now you have a different company, but you're also using Pelican cases, and we have no idea what's in those pelican cases and it's really fucking we're gonna find out let's just drive there and break (laughs) i've already done it once i've already drove to the to the fucking coco store coco rip coco rip coco we miss you i've never been there but i still miss it yeah 
Just uh, I, I went there. I'm glad I got to go there at least once uh, for that uh, 420 party. So that was that was pretty tight. Even though you don't smoke. No, but it was on 420, and they did release a 420 strand brew uh, on tap that day. That's fucking sweet. It did stink, but you know it whatever. is what it is. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, we've already talked about our setups multiple times. You know, you got your setup going on your little QP fatality. I got the same old Project Summon with the Hive. But we have some new items coming in that we are extremely excited about. Um, So CCI Cloud Chasers Inc. has the new Hive 2 coming out. Mm -hmm. 28mm black, silver, and gold. Dual airflow, juice control, like juice flow control. It's a little spinner. You turn it kind of like the fatality. Yep. Um, you can run it dual coil, single coil. You know, it, that tank is basically all in one. It looks fucking sick. I actually, I pre-ordered it right before Christmas. As soon as they announced it, they're like, yeah, it's coming out, you know, tomorrow at noon Eastern. Um, you know, that's when the pre-order goes live. I had the page ready refreshing just repeatedly on the Facebook group for like, you know, like five minutes, ten minutes before it actually came out. Nope. As soon as it came out, I got two of them fucking things. Um, they shipped out, I believe, yesterday or the day before, and we are really, really fucking excited for it. Um, you know, I, I, I can't wait for it. I think, personally, I already like the Hive a lot. I think the Hive 28, the original, is still probably the best rebuildable tank that you can get for under 100 bucks. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, a lot of people hate it because they don't know how to wick it. It's not that hard. You know, I, if you need me to, I can show you. I've already, you know, put up a few videos on the CCI page about how to do it right. Um, it's very easy. But this Hive 2 basically takes all the issues people had with the original, fixes all of them, and then adds, like, three extra features on top of it, all for, like, what, 70, 80 bucks? Yeah, yeah, like retail. Uh, I think online they're going for 70 on CCI. Yeah. Um, Ours are, it's going to be a few dollars more than that. Um, It'll probably be like 80. Yeah. 80 something. Um, That's, that's the, but at at the very least, you don't have to pay shipping when you buy it at the store. You also don't have to pay, you know, that, that $70 sales tax that'll be added onto that. And then the shipping, which then makes it the same price as it would be here anyway. Um, But the other thing too is, you know, we always can instruct people and show people how to build. You know, if you're ever curious and you want to get into rebuildables, you know, we're not necessarily allowed to build for you or for customers. Um, but if you're ever curious or have questions, you can always, you know, hit us up, ask. We can, you know, give you information about how to build. Or you can just look on YouTube because there's a million fucking tutorials or on YouTube. Or usually somebody here is usually uh, off of work and they're just sitting here hanging out. And at that point, we'll be able to uh, build it for you. That's and legal. Show you, show, you yeah, the, show you the way, the correct way. Do you know the way? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm excited though because we actually I bought some wire on uh, Lightning Vapes website, and honestly, I've tried a bunch of other wire. Lightning Vapes just makes really good fucking wire. Yeah, they do. Um, so I got their uh, what is it, 3424 uh, quad core fuse Clapton wire. I have that running in my slam piece right now. Four wrap on a three millimeter. That thing hits like a fucking bus. Um, really excited about that wire. And then I got some 3828 just regular fuse Clapton single core. I don't know what I'm going to put in that Hive 2. I get the feeling it's going to be the quad core because that ohms out super low, which is what I like. And I'm probably going to put a massive fucking coil in that tank. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm probably uh, right there just behind him on that one. When ours uh, come in, uh, things can go a little crazy with that guy for sure. I mean, we've been talking up a big game about the Hive 2 to the point where now I have people. So I, I let customers add me on Snapchat just because it's pretty easy for them to just hit me up and ask when we're having, you know, orders come in or, you know, what we're planning on getting. I can let them know really easily without them necessarily having to drive all the way here or give us a call and then, you know, worry about who they're dealing with and what they know compared to what, you know, they know the guy who usually helps them has in mind. Yeah. Um, so I've got a bunch of people that are just texting me and Snapchatting me, you know, regularly throughout the week. Hey, do you have the Hive 2s yet? Do you have the Hive 2s? <laughs> And I've been telling uh, the owner, Dima, for a little bit. I'm like, hey, man, when those come out, I uh, might want to order them. He's like, why? I'm like, I have a lot of people asking me about this yeah. tank. If we don't get it, I'm going to look so bad. But I'm, I, like, I'd feel horrible if I told people we're going to get them and then it just never happened. Nope. So luckily, we found a, a hookup on the Hive 2 for wholesale. And um, you know, we're getting them in shortly. Shout out, Dylan. Shout out, Dylan. Shout out, Straight Up E-Juice. Shout out, Smart Water. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. Um, Not sponsored. Yeah, don't don't sponsor us, Smart Water, unless you want to. In which case, definitely sponsor us. That'd be cool. Um, or straight up, that's that would be tight. True. I love your birthday cake. Facts. Let Can- them let them vape cake, bro. The, the candy's my favorite. Um, 
But yeah, I think, uh, you know, as far as setups go and new devices go and atomizers and stuff, there's definitely some stuff that companies have like, you know, on the table and on the drawing board. We just, we have yet to see it. And, you know, the way we work is we usually wait until we hear feedback on it or, you know, even just looking at the Hive 2, you know, on the website when we saw the release for pre-order, we just looked at the features and we were just like, holy fuck, mm-hmm. <laughs> like we need that. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, moving on to the next topic, um, right now uh, we are in the midst of a little uh, little battle here in Maryland. So today is currently Thursday, January 30th. Um, in a few days here on February 6th, we're going to have some bills on the, uh, the floor for our state government. Um, you know, a bunch of different things going on. They're going to try and ban a bunch of flavors, um, get rid of anything fruity, desserty, menthol that includes menthol cigarettes. The only thing you'll be able to vape or smoke tobacco wise will be tobacco flavors. Yep. We are not about that. Don't do it. Bad idea. We talked about this last episode too. Derek Davis, if you make that decision to, you know, get that bill passed, you're making a mistake. Um, but luckily we're fortunate here to have a, uh, a group called the Maryland Vapor Alliance that, you know, we're able to donate money to them for them to be able to afford to lobby for us to, you know, pay for, uh, legal teams to go in and, you know, fight these bills that are coming out. Um, so we do have some cards here from the, uh, Maryland Vapor Alliance that we've been asking our customers to fill out and, uh, pretty much what they are. They just ask for your age, the flavor you quit with, and then your name and address on here as well. And pretty much the way these work is you just fill these out. Uh, any of the participating shops in the state will carry these. You can find them pretty much anywhere. They're due in a couple days here, uh, three days. Um, and basically, we're going to hand deliver these to the Maryland General Assembly um, because in our state, at least, if you hand deliver something, they have to read it. Yep. So Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, just a, a bunch of shops that are uh, in participation. Yeah, let's, pull up, let's pull up the list real quick. I know I, there are definitely... It's us. We, we actually just got added to the list. We, uh, we had paid our dues and need to make sure we got on that list. And then I know Towson's part of it. Um, BS Vapes is doing a lot of work uh, for this cause. Um, shout out BS Vapes. You guys are really, you know, pushing it hard and we appreciate that. Um, you know, when these bills all came out, the day we did our podcast episode three, I actually posted something on, on, um, what was it? Uh, United Vapors Alliance on Facebook. And I was just, you know, hey, here's what's going on in Maryland. We need your help. Anybody in the country that's not fighting this, you know, we need your support right now. And as soon as I posted it two minutes later, uh, the owner of BS Vapes just hit me back and she's like, I'm on it. I got it. Yep. So uh, uh, the shops that are in uh, uh, participation, uh, one, uh, Planet of the Vapes. Shout out. The Vapors Edge. Towson Vaporium. Ohms and Watts. Smoke Free Nation, shout out. The Vapor Emporium, The Vapor's Ring, shout out. Harbor Vapor, shout out. Uh, Mean Street Vapor, Vape Jungle, Victory Vapors, Mad Cat Vapors, Vape Loft, Wesley's Vape Shop, Vapor Villa, Vape Chalet, Straight Up Be Liquid, shout out. BS Vape, shout out. Class 5 Vapors. Van Gogh Vapes, Vape Runners, and ourselves, B&M Vape. And, you know, to all the shops in the state, if you guys ever do come across this, um, or if you guys are customers of any shops not on that list, you need to get in touch with those shops, and you need to tell them to get it together. We need the support. Yep. Um, a lot of people are not believers in the MVA, you know, whether it's, you know, shops local to our, our area um, or other shops in the state. I'm not going to name any names. You guys already know who you are. Um, you know, we have nothing against you at all. Not trying to start anything, but you guys really need to get on, on board with this because this is the only real avenue we have to fight for this. It's, you know, this group, the MVA, is really the one that's doing the most work to prevent flavor bans from happening and taking away your businesses. And by choosing to not participate and, you know, not pay the dues to the group that they use to pay their employees to fight for us, you know, you're, you're actively choosing not to be active in this community and potentially choosing to throw away your business that you've worked so hard to create. Yep. Um, and Absolutely. that's one thing we're very fortunate. The owner of our shop, Dima, um, you know, he, he always asks us what, what our opinions are on, you know, whatever's going on. He always asks us for feedback and he's always open and, and receptive to it, which is fantastic. That's, there's nothing more you can really ask for. Um, but the fact that he's on board with this just, you know, makes a world of difference for us because that means that we as employees can say we're on board with it. You know, we have the full support of each other, of our shop, of our owner, 
the community around the MVA. And without that, you know, we wouldn't have the ability to go out and fight for, for our constitutional right. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I was, I take a business class at Anne Arundel Community College. And actually today, one of the main topics that we talked about is that consumers have the right to choose. Yep. You know, that's, that's, a, that's a big fucking deal. Consumers have the right to safe operating environments, whether it's, you know, safe stores, safe place of business where they shop. Um, they have the right to safe products and knowledge, meaning companies have to tell them what they're buying and they have to be, you know, honest and legitimate about it. You know, uh, potential lawsuit if you're not. So if you're not honest about the way you're doing business, fix your shit. Yep. And the main point right after that was consumers have the right to choose. And these bills are going to take away consumers' right to choose, which is, uh, that's just egregious. I mean, mm-hmm. there's really no justification for it. Yeah. It's, it's a problem. And I think that all these people that are in the government, you know, that are making these decisions for us without our support, you know, this isn't even something that we get to vote on. Nope. You know, like this is one of those things where like it's completely in the hands of the people that we voted into office, which if it happens, I guess you could call it our fault. Um, But all these representatives aren't even from our respective districts and they're not this issue. You know, when Maryland brought the uh, the casino over to Arundel Mills, Mm -hmm. that was voted on. Yeah. You know, that was something that the, the public was allowed to decide on. And I think that's important. Like you can't just go passing regulation like this without asking the opinion of the people. Yeah. Because this this potentially could put thousands of people out of jobs, you know, like we talked about last episode, and it's yeah. just not a good time. And without the Maryland Vapor Alliance and these cards that we've been having everyone fill out, you know, we wouldn't have that show of support to go to the government and say, hey, look, these are all the people that you're choosing to fuck over by doing this. I really hope you guys reconsider because so-and-so on, on whatever card, you know, whether it's one of our customers, one of BS Vapes customers, one of Towson's customers, one of Vapor's Null customers whether it's planets customers yeah, whoever it doesn't, doesn't matter it doesn't matter you know it, it, we don't we're not even fighting for this because we'll lose our customers we're fighting for this because not only will we not be allowed to you know serve our area and serve our customer base we won't be allowed to buy what we want to buy for ourselves yep you know we'll this, this goes state. this goes further than making money for shops yeah yeah so i mean that's a that's a big point there yeah and just when you feel like you've landed a uh, possible uh, profession i mean call it what you want I, I call us a profession. I give people an alternative to get on off of uh, uh, traditional cigarettes, dip, you name it, anything that has carcinogens in it. You get to help people. It. You yeah. objectively are helping people choose a healthier lifestyle. Yeah, and you know that, that's my choice. I'm able to provide for my family, but if this goes through, uh, I'll have to take another route, unfortunately. But, Same. But uh, we're not going to talk like that. We are going to be completely uh, optimistic about this entire thing. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I think uh, we are in the right direction. They just had a, uh, a hearing yesterday about the wholesale tax that they are trying to implement, which is an 86% uh, wholesale tax. That would be awful. What I can see going for us, because that is just, that's ridiculous. 86% wholesale tax. So if we buy a bottle of juice from wholesale for $10, that means we'll end up paying 1860 for it. And if we're paying eighteen sixteen eighteen sixty for it, and we were selling it for fifteen or twenty bucks, that means we're basically gonna have to double the price of what we're selling it for. Yep. Which means the people that come in once or twice a week to buy juice are gonna cut back and come in once every other week or once a month, and you're gonna see sales numbers at all shops go straight to the floor, and doors will close, and people will move inventory out of shops. Yeah. So, I mean, a, a way that we can call this a win is if we. I guess implement a point of sales tax, maybe like a ten to you know like eighteen percent. Yeah, ten to eighteen percent wholesale tax. Yeah, still hurts a little bit, but uh, you know we got we got to look at the bigger picture here. Uh, if we we're going to potentially just lose out on all of our flavors uh, as a whole, if that's the only thing that's got to be that has to be done got to nut up and shut up well because the government's always got to get their take you know you yeah. can't do anything without them making money on it yep. and unfortunately you know the way i see it at least is with that bill we talked about last time with the 21 million dollar mandatory spending from taxpayer money to shut you know or get rid of vaping shut vaping down get rid of tobacco and cigarettes you know like we said that's taking 
you know, X amount of money out of my paycheck and your paycheck every week. And they're going to take that money and say, Hey, look, we got your money from your paycheck. We're going to use it to shut your business down and kick you out of your job. Yep. Um, so I mean, sure. States already making their money on income tax. They're making money on, you know, whatever taxes they can apply to a business. Um, and, you know, even the sales tax we charge on everything here, yep. you know, like we have to sell things for an appropriate price because the sales tax does still add a couple dollars onto everything. Mm -hmm. And it makes a difference. The state's still getting plenty of money from us every single day we're, we're open. Yep. Um, but, you know, if the worst thing that they, they can do is, you know, once we get through these hearings, if the worst thing they can come up with to, I guess, impede our ability to sell is do a 10, 15% tax, you know, that's something that, like, yeah, I don't, I don't agree with it. But if that is the only alternative to banning flavors, to banning distribution and, and sale, of hardware and electronic smoking devices. Again, if you haven't watched episode three, we talk about that as well, because this is not a smoking industry. This is not a smoking device. If you call this smoking, sorry, you're wrong. Um, but yeah, like 86%, dude, is just like that alone has the power to kill shops. And you know what's funny about that is they're like, oh yeah, we're gonna make more money from your vape shop. Yeah, while it exists. Yeah. Like, congrats, you're going to make an extra $1,000 a week off of every shop. But guess what? That $1,000 is going to disappear in nine months when this shop has to close its doors. Yeah, I mean, we, 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 always, we always talk about, like, how we would love to, uh, you know, obviously get, get rid of smoking cigarettes. Because if they're there, people are going to buy them. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's, nothing's going to go away. Like, your cancers, everything that uh, negative uh, with smoking cigarettes is still going to be there. Mm -hmm. But... Um, what is it? If, uh, you know, if we, man, I, I lost it. Damn, I did. All good. <laughs> I fucking Some, lost sometimes it. Sometimes the train of thought. When it's going to come back. I promise Some, you. Sometimes you get the train of thought and you're rolling and you, you know what you want to say next, but you're thinking about what you want to say after that. And then you lose what you're going to say next. And then when you think about that, what happened, what was going to happen next is just gone. Yep. Um, but see, the thing is with this is like, this goes further than vaping. This is a tax that, that will apply to not only vape shops, but tobacco shops. This will also apply to cigarettes sold at like Wawa, 7-Eleven, shit like that. Like, on one hand, yeah, I want to get rid of cigarettes. That's just my personal agenda. That's our agenda here. Yeah, yeah. But, like, at yeah. the end of the day, that is, again, the consumer's right to choose cigarettes is the consumer's right. Yep. You should not be allowed to take that away. If, a, if someone wants to have the option to choose between vaping and smoking, give them that power. Give them the ability to do that. If they want to choose the unhealthy alternative and choose to, you know, ingest something into their body that can kill them, then, yeah. Like, they can do that. We don't recommend it, but you're allowed to. That's a constitutional right. That's one of the most important rules of business is that the consumer can choose. Yep. So we're currently going to hearings with tobacco shops, you know, mm -hmm. with other companies that sell tobacco, sell cigars, sell cigarettes, because they're included in this as well. Like, this goes further than just our industry. So to all the parents out there who hate vaping that still smoke cigarettes, guess what? You're shooting yourself in the foot. Like this is even cigars as well. Even cigars. Even the cigars. Cigar shop on Main Street that we talked about last episode gone. That dude no longer has his business. You can't go to Main Street anymore, smoke a cigar, and read a newspaper while watching football on a shop in Main Street anymore. Nope. You have to go find another tobacco shop. The only one I can think of that's nearby that I would recommend going to is the one by um, Brian Baru on fucking Ritchie Highway. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I mean that place is fucking great, by the way. Really, really like upscale, super nice cigar shop. Great prices and all. But, like, regardless, they're involved in this as well. This hurts us. This hurts them. This hurts everybody. And the only people that benefit from it, you know, not even the people, the state government benefits from it. Yeah, and I think that's what I was trying to get to is pretty much, you know, the state it will lose out on, you know, tax revenue from, from yeah. tobacco. Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, tobacco sales tax. Uh, when if they do implement this, uh, this prohibition that they are trying to do. Uh, menthol cigarettes are going to be gone. And I can tell you right now, like my brother that also works here, menthol cigarette, like till the day he, well, till the day he switched to vaping. Yeah. But um, Good usually, usually when, usually when you smoke menthol cigarettes, if you, I mean, if you only have regular cigarettes, like non menthol, I mean, I guess people will switch to that, but, they're gonna your your occurrence for your your point of sale and your revenue it, it will spike and yeah. it will hurt this state and uh, yeah I mean that's it's I gonna mean, be pretty the, bad. The thing is is like the people that are sponsoring these bills aren't even benefiting from this. 
No. Because the way that I see it, right, and, and I had a, a, a guy call us on the phone the other day, and we were talking about this at some decent length. Um, you know, a lot of people in state governments, a lot of politicians see the federal government and the Trump administration failing to pass a flavor ban as them slacking and them, you know, falling through on what they said they would do. And so these people are choosing to pass these bills in order to say, hey, look what I did with my my time in office. You know, I, I picked up the slack that the federal government dropped, yeah. you know, and, and did this really awesome thing for the world. Uh, reelect me, you know, and like for all the parents out there that hate vaping for literally no fucking reason. You know, they're going to see that and be like, I'm going to vote for that person because they saved my teenager's life while their kid's upstairs hitting a fucking jeweler enjoy, you yeah. know, oh, crack stick, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. And they won't even fucking realize. Yeah, I hate vaping. It's targeted children. Well, just uh, be a fucking parent. And again, like, same thing. If I were a parent and I caught my 14, 15 year old, you know, at school or at home drinking a Smirnoff ice. Right, which again tastes good. Big fan. Drink it a lot. Um, you know, Smirnoff Ice, whatever flavor. You know, you could say that's marketed to kids too. Mm-hmm. We have flavors of vape juice that are the exact same flavor profiles as what alcohol companies sell in, for their alcohol. We just don't advertise it the same way because it's not the same industry, right? Yeah, but at like- the end of the day, you can find peppermint vape juice just like you can find peppermint alcohol. You can find like peach Bellini. Smirnoff ice you can find peach vape juice you can find whatever in a, in a liquor store and find a comparable flavor for e-liquid but somehow this industry is the only one that's marketing to kids if i were a parent and i saw my kid drinking that i would not not saying this is true but like like hypothetically speaking i would kick their ass yeah like i would be all up in their shit like constantly why are you doing this you're punished for these reasons these are the consequences i'm not going to go to smirnoff and say you should stop selling this product because it advertises to my kids my kid's not at fault for drinking that blah 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 it's not my fault as a parent but somehow as soon as jewel sells something with fucking mint flavor in it oh my god the world is on fire my kid is vaping what holy shit they're gonna die they're gonna get they're gonna uh inhale vitamin e which none of None of the vaporizing. Yeah, you know, forget the that. whole forget the whole drinking as a kid can kill your kidneys and your brain cells, and just go straight to the oh my god, vaping. You know, something that just has VG and PG and nicotine in it is going to give my kid cancer. Huh? Wow, you should do some fucking research, bud. Yeah, but like, I mean, you think about it. Obviously, you have like your blue commercials, your jewel commercials. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't, I haven't seen a jewel commercial in a while. They're they're on Hulu. Okay, or they were rather. Okay, so, but, like, I've been seeing, like, blue, like, a lot. Yeah. Um, you see those, but if you were to take a step into our store and look at what we have, none of these companies that we have are advertised on te- television. They're not advertised almost anywhere. Yeah, the only advertising is on their respected Facebook page, their respected Instagram page, or their respected Twitter page. Or sometimes the which, internet. Which... To get into those, you have to be of age. And There's accepted. an age verification, and you have to be accepted because to be able to join it. fucking Facebook, you know, Mark Zucky boy over there just decides <laughs> to fucking ban everybody that joins these groups. He decides to shut down these groups, which I get it. Like, you want to clean Facebook up, but I think it's, you know misled have you seen some of the memes on there i think he's got a lot more to worry yeah about. there's there are some some pages out there shout out meme dungeon yes um, but uh there are some groups out there that you know if if mark zuckerberg would have seen that he'd probably shit his pants um you know fa- facebook jail not enough Let, we're not going to talk about it. i know exactly what you're thinking about but uh i was gonna say i was punny but yeah. like shit on the head but whatever oh like, god <laughs> but yeah like the, at the end of the day like we can't even advertise or market like the most marketing you'll see for a jewel other than, you know, when they had the commercials, which by the way, all of their commercials before there was an issue. Sure. They were like younger adults, but everyone in the commercials was like in their thirties at least using a jewel. And they strictly advertised and strictly said in the commercials, this is a smoking cessation device. This can help you quit smoking, try jeweling instead of smoking. It could potentially save your life. And at the end of the day, like you have these people coming in that are just like, Oh, that's advertising to kids because you have flavors. And it's like, okay, so you went from this point here to this point here, and you took this route straight in between. You took a straight line between that. Mm -hmm. You're not realizing that the actual road to go from point to point goes this way, right? Mm -hmm. Like you just chose to go over the mountain instead of taking the road that goes around it, you know, and you jump to a conclusion that doesn't actually even exist. Yeah, and then like 
going with the whole uh, advertisement, like look at a Smirnoff uh, commercial, look at a Pinnacle commercial, look at an Amsterdam commercial, look at a Jaeger commercial. Advertise. It looks like they're having a rip snorting good fucking time. It's colorful. It's inviting. Do you see one person there face planted throwing their asses up? No. Or anybody That's, that looks remotely. That, that is misleading. And, like, the, probably the closest alcohol commercial you can get to anybody that's even close to 21 is maybe, like, Bud Light. Yeah. It's, like, it's just like, hey, look, easy frat drink. And yeah. everybody's just like, fucking sweet. Send it. Yeah. And then, you know, you get these other brands that sell, like, actual liquor, and it's, like, sophisticated, you mm-hmm. know, like, like whatever it is, whether it's Ryan Reynolds, you know, cognac or whiskey, oh, yeah. whatever he sells. Like, yeah. that's, you know, it's funny. Excuse the store phone for a second. We're doing this live. Yeah, this is live. Um but yeah, so uh, like, there's really not many points you can connect, no no dots you can connect that can say vaping is advertised to kids, because yeah. kids do love you know fruity flavors. I can't deny that. Like, if you were to sell a fruit roll up that just tasted like fucking like gelatin, right? <laughs> like, no one would eat that, you know. Like Oreos are Oreos because they taste good. Yeah. Like they are where they are because of the the flavor. But like those can be advertised because they're not harmful other than making your kids fat, like which I would actually argue is a bigger problem than vaping because more people die from, you know, being morbidly obese in the U.S. than from vaping ever. Um, But, like, why? Like, I just don't get how these people that claim to be so smart and well-spoken and intelligent just just fail to do research. They're just taking hunch and just backing up their their lack of being a parent. And, you know, it's it's really unfortunate. Um, You know, I mean, yeah, some of the... Some of the products are pretty pretty colorful, but on there is a watermark stamp saying there is nicotine in this product. Even if there, even if it's a zero, a zero milligram, no, meaning no nicotine at all, it still says this may contain nicotine because we have to put that on there because if, you, if somebody if it gets into the wrong hands, hopefully that that if it's an underage kid or underage adult, now we have to say that. Um, it's fucked. <laughs> uh, the law is 21 and up now, so we have to say that. Uh, if they have a brain and they know what nicotine does, you know, like, which, you know, you can get like a Nick Buzz and mm-hmm. essentially like that. And also, it could dehydrate you if you were not. You can get nicotine poisoning, too. Yeah. Like, that's, that's a thing. Same thing as alcohol poisoning. Like, you theoretically could vape so much that you could get nicotine poisoning. If you smoke, chain smoke three packs of cigarettes back to back to back, you're going to get nick poisoning. You're going to feel nauseous. You're going to want to throw up. It's going to hurt your throat. Your hands are going to tingle. Like, mm-hmm. that's just what it does. But, it, like, it's not going to ruin your liver. It's not going to ruin your kidneys. It's not going to obliterate your stomach. The worst case scenario is you're going to puke, and then you're going to feel fine two hours later. Yeah, like, none of these boxes uh, say that you're going to have a wondiferous time. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a great flavor, blah, blah, blah. Like, literally, it has a logo that the owner uh selected and uh you know maybe a flavor profile uh vgpg content and a date it was bottled yeah and some of them actually tell what the flavor is but actually most of them don't really do that anymore but um but yeah i mean are we marketing to kids no no are any are any of the companies that we carry or any of these companies that I just all these uh, supporters that I just read off to or any of them supporting companies that you think that is uh, trying to uh, advertise to advertise to kids no not a chance in hell because we're here for business we're here to change lives and we're here to take care of our lives in the in, in the mix of all that yeah and I mean, really, like just to sum up, like, you know, just to go point for point for what we've talked about so far, you know, you have the difference between salt and freebase, which we explain pretty decently as far as like our personal experience, talked about some devices we, we were excited about, and then went into, you know, Maryland Vapor Alliance. In the midst of all that, did you ever listen to us say one thing about how, you know, oh, this is a great flavor, like everybody loves this, it's just the cool thing to do now? Like, yeah, sure, Dead Man's Hand Private Reserve number 33. Great flavor. Highly recommended if you're a vapor. If you're a vapor, that means you're over 21. So guess what? That's not marketed to kids. If you think I just advertised that to kids, you're wrong. You're just misinterpreting everything yet again and causing more issues for us and for yourself. And the funny part is, is that everybody I see on Facebook that's sharing and talking about vaping in a negative light, as soon as I go and try to argue with them, because obviously I work here, I have a lot more information probably than most people in the public do. 
as soon as I argue a fair point to them and make like a solid argument, you know, not even being rude or anything, just like, hey, by the way, I didn't know if you knew this, but um, this does this to your body. This is what this does. This means that, you know, as, as soon as I do that, they go from zero to 100 real quick. And I'm sitting there just like having a nice little argument, just trying to like back up my points and like explain to them why what they shared is not correct. And they immediately go to hostility because they have nothing else to argue with. Yeah. Like they don't have any tools. They don't have any information. They don't have any knowledge to support themselves in an argument. And that's the problem is that all these people are arguing for this without knowing shit. Yeah, I think it's called is that guilty conscience. Guilty conscience, ignorance is bliss, that sort of thing. They're choosing not to learn about it because they're lazy or they don't care or they think they're right. Um, you know, sure, everybody can be stubborn, but like at a certain point, enough is enough, man. Yeah. Like when if you're wrong about vaping and you don't know anything about vaping, don't talk about vaping. Ask questions at the vape shop. Go online. You know, look it up. Even the CDC is on our side finally. Um, and that's where all these media sites, media outlets have been saying like, oh, the CDC says you should refrain from vaping. Yeah, they did that because they weren't sure at the time, you know, what was causing it. And now that they know, they completely <laughs> went full 180 and backtracked on what they said. So we're back at square one. Yeah. And then the, also a, a little bit off track. Uh, there was the uh, United uh, College of Physicians. Yeah. In, uh, was it UK? I think so. Yeah. UK. Um, you know, they deemed it 95% uh a safer alternative, not safer, safer alternative. Think about that. There's an extra T in there. Yeah. Um, think about that. But now they are endorsing uh, vaping yeah. and prescribing Fuck it. Yeah. They just released that information saying they are actually prescribing people vaping. They don't want their people to die. Yeah, and, and the, in the United States, like, the U.S. is one of the only countries where vaping is, like, a large industry, where vaping is, you know, frowned upon in public. You know, I got in trouble. I was in Ocean City, Maryland, and in Ocean City, Maryland, on the boardwalk, they have these light poles that are on the stairs down onto the beach. Well, about 10 or 15 feet up, there's a sign that is literally this big. It's about 8 inches by 4 inches, and it says, smoking and vaping or any tobacco alternative is punishable by a minimum $100 fine. You can't read those signs while you're standing on the boardwalk unless you are right underneath it, staring at it like this, like, like trying to, you know, just like, I can't fucking read that. Stare at it for a minute. You'll get it. Well, I was walking down the boardwalk, 2.30 in the morning. You know, I was, I was just there having a good time. I think the boardwalk's really, like, actually open. No, it's not. I just wanted to walk around. Yep. You know, there's no one else there. It's the only time of day where you don't have to worry about getting out of people's way, whether it's strollers or people on bicycles or whatever. And I, I, you know, was vaping. Not a soul in sight. There were people on the balconies of their hotel rooms just chilling out, you know, looking at the looking at the water at night, just, you know, relaxing. Probably drunk. And but. almost certainly drunk. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at, same. Um, <laughs> That's why he so, was alone on the boardwalk. <laughs> uh, I wasn't alone. I wasn't alone. Um, but there were there were there was nobody else other than our group that was on the boardwalk. And I blew out a cloud of vapor. And this fucking bicycle cop that. that Easily, I definitely could have ran, and he would never would have caught me. It's the kind of dude that rides the bike because he needs to, not because you know the department said he should. Like a Paul Blart. Yeah, Paul Blart style. <laughs> he came up, and this other cop that was on foot, who I guess was like a transfer student from the University of Maryland, that was like a College Park police officer that was in Ocean City for like an internship. Cute. Yeah, he was just like, hey, uh, you can't do that here. I was like, oh, my bad. I'll just put it away. He's like, no, I don't think you understand. Like, you can't do that here. I was like, I got you. I'll, I'll put it away. Like, it's in my pocket. I'll, I'll just leave. He's like, well, I need you to sit down. I was like, here we fucking go. And he's like, yeah, so did you know that vaping is a $100 minimum fine, mandatory minimum fine? And I was just like, no. He's like, okay, well, there's signs all up and down the boardwalk for it. I'm like, where? He goes, you see the light pole over there? And I'm like, I'm like, where? And he's like, any of them. You see the little sign that's up there? And I was just like, you're talking about that? He's like, yeah, can you read that? I'm like, absolutely fucking not. It's 2.30 in the morning. How the fuck am I supposed to read that from over here? He's like, well, it's, he read off exactly what it said. And I was just like, well, that's some bullshit. You should definitely advertise that, you know, more publicly. Like, I get it. You don't want people vaping and smoking on the boardwalk during the day when there's families around and shit like that, even though I'm pretty sure you can't get secondhand, you know, Nick High from vapor because your lungs absorb it, absorb it very quickly. And then everything that you blow out is just water vapor. Um but, like, I get it. But, like, at 2.30 in the fucking morning, 
It's like there's a there's a turn coming out of my neighborhood where you're not allowed to turn right between like what is it 8 a.m. and 4 p.m. because of school buses yeah. and you know like school crossings and whatever. Mm -hmm. I get that, but like if I'm after hours and there's nobody around, why the fuck am I not going to turn right? Yep. Why the fuck would I not think it's okay to vape at 2:30 in the morning in Ocean City with nobody else around other than me and my friends? Nope. Like I'm, that's that's one thing that I'll never understand is the stigma around it. It's the U.S. is one of the only places in the world that has that stigma around vaping. Mm -hmm. and I don't fucking get it. It's like I I don't know really how to explain it, but like again, excuse the store phone. <laughs> we are a place of business. B and M Vape seven nine seven four Crane Highway South Glen Burnie Maryland. Um, but like hospitals in Europe, they have vape shops. Not like this, of course, but they have yeah. stores that sell vaporizing products like e-cigarette products. Because they don't want people at a hospital smoking cigarettes with sick patients and sick people, you know, that have asthma or that have respiratory issues, that have cardiac issues or whatever. They don't want people smoking in the hospital. So they're like, here, buy a Juul, buy an Alto, buy an Enjoy, whatever. Buy one of these so that you don't have to smoke your cigarettes at the hospital. Mm -hmm. Because they're like, oh, yeah, we have brains, so we know that vaping's safer. And then you fly across the pond, you get here, and you're vaping within 100 feet of a school or a hospital, and then the cops show up, and it's like, here's a fine. You can go to jail for that. Don't do it again. Yeah. Or like the guy in, what was it, Golden City or whatever it was? Wasn't it o Oklahoma or Nebraska or something for like what? that? Dude vaping outside the mall. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they passed. This doesn't you know, just apply to vaping. This was a, a law that was passed in one of the states here in the U.S. Um, you cannot vape or smoke in public in this city at all, period. I don't, I don't know if that applies to, like, if you're in your car, but, like, if you're walking around in the parking lot, if you're walking around town, you know, or at, a, like, a park, you can't vape, you can't smoke. That's punishable by a fine, and this dude refused to put it away and refused to stop because he's like, okay, this is bullshit. By the way, that guy probably isn't watching this. If he ever sees it, you're in the right. You're fucking cool. Keep doing you. Uh, but the cops are like, all right, you're coming with us. Dude got fucking arrested for vaping. Nope. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, How? And all of this came to light because of E-Valley, because of vitamin E acetate, and because some scared parents on Facebook decided to raise hell about something they had no idea about. Yep. You know, like, if none of that shit happened and none of these headlines were shared, you know, by people who never read them, you have to wonder, you know, would any of this be happening right now? Mm -hmm. And if it weren't for salt mix and if it weren't for, you know, these companies you can buy shit, buy shit from in gas stations, would we ever have salt mix? Would this ever be our problem? Like at the end of the at the end of the day, if you could only buy it in gas stations and we never sold Saltnik, would they only be targeting the ones that are sold in gas stations and convenience stores? Would they still be coming after us? Hmm. We'll never fucking know. But it's something to think about. Yeah, something else to think about is, uh, you know, if you're in this fight with us, a uh, big thing that we need to do, if we're, you know, trying to make sure that they're not targeted to children, uh, get them out of convenience stores. Sorry to say it, but that's just the uh, harsh reality where you sell cookies, slushies, uh, bubble gum, sodas, taquitos, taqui I'm hungry. taquitos, same, um, but just everything that's great in life that kids also like uh, that you eat, not vape. Uh, we need to get them out of there. Yeah. Uh, you need to be uh, strict and have vaporizing products in vaporizing stores. Or vaporizer stores, not stores that vaporize, but whatever. Yeah. You get what I mean. Fuck you. But, but uh, <laughs> like, I mean, like, think about it, right? In, in some states, you can go into, like, Harris Teeter or Giant, you can get alcohol, right? I yeah. Mean, that's, that, in some states, that's acceptable. But they have to be in a certain part of the store. You have to be ID'd when you're buying it. Like, that's fine. But I understand at a grocery store, it's a little bit harder to do as much security, you know, to make sure that people underage aren't buying it. It's a little bit harder because you have so much volume. Mm -hmm. that it's just hard to work with. So, like, in Maryland, you can't buy alcohol at a convenience store or gas station with the exception being, like, Ocean's, Salisbury, Ocean, Ocean City. City. Yeah. Um, and, you know, even then, they ID every fucking person that walks in there for alcohol. Um, but, like, there's a reason they took it out of convenience stores. And it's because people that were underage were, were getting it. It was too accessible for them, and they were just walking out with whatever they wanted like it was nothing. Yep. And at the end of the day, like I've said a million fucking times, like really all it comes down to, what I mean by that is what it comes down to is like, it's a very, very, you know, widespread issue apparently that has like three easy steps to, to solving the problem that nobody cares to listen to because they think they know better. 
And really, if you aren't part of this, this industry, if you're not part of this, you know, the vaping world, if you're not part of, you know, the fight against or the fight for vaping, why are you talking about it? Yep. Like, I, I respect the fact that you want to get involved with it. But if you're not going to do your research, if you're not going to talk to everyone involved, like if you only choose to talk to the one side that hates vaping, you're going to hate vaping because you've never heard the side that cares about it and the side that has the stories to back up, you know, the fact of the matter, which is vaping is better. And, and like, I just, I don't understand why some people just choose to be ignorant about it, yeah. you know, and especially people that get voted into office. Why do you choose to be ignorant about it? Why are you making yourself look bad? Like, thank God, whoever, you know, whoever gets voted for in the next election, you know, I'm actually, I've never vaped and voted, you know, accordingly, um, you know, been like, oh yeah, this guy supports vaping. I'm gonna vote for him. But this year I'm going to, you know, this upcoming election cycle, next election cycle, whatever. Um, you know, my representative doesn't give a fuck. Like he has much bigger fish to fry in Anne Arundel County. Opioid overdoses, you know, Glen Burnie and Brooklyn Park issues. You know, if you're from the area, no offense to anybody that lives in Glen Burnie or Brooklyn Park, but you know there are some problems in those areas. Yeah. You know, um, drunk driving in Anne Arundel County is a problem. Yeah. You know, and our police force really has better things to do with their time than worry about some fucking teenagers that found a jewel off some dude that, you know, hey, mister, can you go into Wawa and buy me a, a pack of pods? You know, they've got bigger fucking fish to fry. They have more important, more pressing matters to attend to. So I don't understand why this is, you know, blown up out of proportion like it is. But, you know, just some stuff to think about. So with that, I think we're going to leave it off here, guys. Um, Brick and Mortar podcast episode four is now a wrap. We appreciate you guys stopping by. Like, comment, subscribe, share. Stop by at B&M Vape here. Give us a call. You know, just reach out to us. Hit us up on Facebook. Um, get out to us any way you can. One last thing. We have a tracking number for the Hive Twos. Stay tuned. Oh, yeah. Tracking numbers. Hive Twos. Stay tuned. Thank yeah. you, Dylan. Thank you, Dylan. Bye. <laughs> Well...